WYTI invites you to stay tuned for My Brother's Crossing. My Brother's Crossing is a program centered around obedience, love, forgiveness, and hope that we pray will encourage and strengthen you in your walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here are JT and Terry Lee Clark, servant leaders of My Brother's Crossing. Well, good Sunday morning to everyone, and welcome to this week's broadcast of the My Brother's Crossing radio show. My name is J.T. Clark, and I'm a servant leader with our ministry, My Brother's Crossing. And I'm Terry Lee Clark, and I'm also a servant leader with our ministry. And we're excited to be with you this Sunday morning. And all transparency, we are, we're recording this, uh, this week's episode on Wednesday evening. Uh, we've just returned home from Bible study at, at House of Purpose, and we mm-hmm. had a great experience there with our House of Purpose family. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we were just called by a gentleman who was recently, uh, just within hours, released uh, from jail, and uh, he reached out to us and wanted to go with us to the study, and so we picked him up, and yeah. uh, he's going to begin his uh, his next steps of his life and the next phase of his life uh, by going to the Hope Center tomorrow, and yes. so we're so excited for his decision to do that, and yeah. uh, you know the the work that we do, Terry Lee, uh, through through our ministry, and it's not just us. I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of people that have a lot of hands in this. Yeah. Uh, but this work is, it's exhausting. It's messy. Uh, it's not convenient. It's tiring. Uh, it is. It's tiring and uh, it's, it's frustrating. Uh, but when one person connects. Oh, it makes all the difference. When one person sees the light and says, I want something different for my life. Everything. Everything is worth it. Everything. Right. Every bit of it. Every tear shed. Every drop of sweat. Every bit of it is worth it. You know, or the one I wrote on Facebook last week that if uh, you know I didn't get it the first four hundred and sixty-three times somebody tried to <laughs> tried to talk to me about it, but but oh right. that four hundred sixty-fourth time, right. oh my goodness, oh my goodness, what God did in my life on on that next time. I don't right. know what the number was, right. but it was a long time. I, there was a lot. Uh, I know it was twenty. <laughs> Yeah. Nine years that I was right. Who knows how many? We've yeah, talked times a lot about that. that. So time, this young so. man that's made the decision yeah. to go to the Hope Center tomorrow, we've learned he's been accepted uh, through our ministry. We're able to cover the cost for his uh, admission there. Yes, and uh, we'll look forward to to him starting this next phase, this next chapter of his life. And we're just really excited uh, to see this, and and what's going to go forth. Um, so Terry Lee, we're going to talk uh, this morning about. Uh, in Luke chapter 24, it, it references about two men on a journey from Jerusalem to Emmaus on the day that Christ is resurrected. And, and so in a minute, we're going to talk about that. And the reason we're going to bring that up is because this very weekend, and the reason we're recording this episode on Wednesday night, is this very weekend beginning on Thursday and continuing through Sunday, I'm going to be away uh, down in North Carolina and, and I'll be coming home on Sunday. But uh uh, I'll be away at a walk to Emmaus experience. Right. Um, I had my experience four years ago, back in 2018, and I wrote about it in our book, chapter 18. In fact, it's my favorite chapter, uh, the way that chapter manifests and, and came to life in my life. Um, it, it, it came to life and was birthed. Um, it, it just uh, it speaks uh, to me a lot about where my faith walk has grown from that experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about what that experience looks like and why there's elements of it that are held 
uh, in confidence, uh, right. to, to intended to be surprises, not secrets, but surprises for those that are going to participate. And, and we want to tie it back to the scripture uh, mm-hmm. in Luke 24 that you're going to read in just a minute. Um, but before we get into that, Terry Lee, I know that you've got some uh, where you're going to be at as this broadcast is, is playing over the radio, this recording, you're going to be down in North Carolina speaking. I am, and I'm going to be at Reality Church. Reality Church, uh, leading the service. Uh, well, it'll be Sunday today. Yeah, it's those strange folks recording ahead of time. Um, but anyway, so I'm excited uh, for the opportunity to uh, lead their church in the service that day, and just and that's um, in uh, Stoneville, North Carolina. Stoneville. And the pastor yeah. of that church is actually going to be participating in, in the walk to Emmaus weekend, just like I am, and he's asked you to. To step in for him, he has, and, and you know it's uh, it's humbling uh, just to be able to uh, to step in there in his church and uh, have this opportunity just to uh, again to share with them um, just how awesome God is and you know what He's doing in my life, what He's done um, again continues to do. Amen, amen. And then looking into the week ahead, uh, mm. we're we're going to be on the eighteenth of yes. uh, of March. We're going to be. Uh, at Oak, Oak Grove, Grove Church mm-hmm. in Christiansburg. Uh, we've been invited to come down and share our movie yes. uh, with those uh, that will be gathered there on that Friday night. And then you'll be at um, Mount Vernon Baptist Church, Church in Ashton. Yeah, and I'll be leading the service. Yes, at uh, Mount Vernon on that Sunday, uh, the 20th of March. Yes. And so yeah. looking forward to that time with them. We've been there numerous times. So it'll be wonderful to be back there again with them. Yeah. And this all comes on the heels of where we just spent this past Sunday. Uh, we were in Bedford uh, for, for uh, service in the morning and then screening of the movie at night. That's where I was. And you were down in... Uh, I was in Christiansburg. Yep. At uh, Good Shepherd uh, Baptist Church. Church. Baptist yeah. Church. Yes. In Christiansburg. And uh, showing the movie there. And uh, just had a wonderful time there. Um, questions and just the whole of it, having an opportunity to pray with those there. And um, it always, you know, every time, whether we're sharing the movie or our testimonies, um, just what God does, just feeling him really in the midst and, you know, just getting others to see, you know, no matter how bad their situation is. God is right there. There's hope. His, uh, there is hope, and he's going to bring you through it. He's going to be with you. I've, we've said it on many times through those times in the valley and uh, when we're on the mountaintop. Well, I mean, his His word, we were talking about this at, at House of Purpose and mm-hmm. Bible study on Wednesday, Wednesday. night about, yeah. uh, uh, you know, just a few, uh, just a short, a while ago from the time we're recording this, this mm-hmm. episode uh, about when trouble is all around us. Yeah. Uh, we're not to be troubled. Right. Our hearts are not to be troubled in spite right. of the chaos that's, right. that's blooming all around us. And, and it's what better time to witness to people than when we can maintain a peace mm-hmm. that is unnatural. It's supernatural. And that's something because when COVID hit, you hear so many people in panic. And I can be honest, truthfully honest, and said, I never had a fear. I just didn't have a fear. COVID was here. I didn't have fear. It's not to say people shouldn't. This stuff is real. Um, It is frightening. But God gave me a piece about it that if I were to get it, and I did get it just a few weeks ago, I was going to be okay. 
Either way, I was going to be okay. Either way, way, whether this took my life, I was going to be in the arms of the Father. Amen. Um, So either way, but I did have I did have a a sense of peace about it. Well, that's just one of the just me. One of the verses that we talked about at church tonight uh, in mm -hmm. the Bible study was was just about the. the idea that we're not supposed to be reacting as the world is reacting. We're, right. we're supposed to, we're supposed to take things in stride. Uh, and the only way we can do that is because we have the Holy ghost in us. Mm-hmm. He dwells in his people. Yes. yes. And, uh, and so, you know, if you're, if you're a, a child of God, if you're a disciple of Christ, if you're, if you're walking this thing out, there should be that peace uh, mm-hmm. that comes along and, and we need to deny uh, the things of the flesh that cause us to get aggravated and uh, circumstances and so forth. But uh, yeah. anyway, that was just from a uh, carryover from tonight's uh, message. And yeah. uh, uh, Terry Lee, as we as we go ahead and get into the heart of the message, why don't we start with a prayer uh, and then go into the reading? I think you've got a, a, quite, quite a few a verses to read. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let let me open with prayer and and we'll go from there. Heavenly mm-hmm. Father, we. Um, we come boldly to your throne of grace and mercy, Father. We come in the name of, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we just ask for a, a touch upon the word that we're going to read, Father, that it yes. might go forth and, and touch in the hearts and minds and the, the spirits of those that hear it. Yes. Maybe there's something in here that will bring reassurance. Maybe there's something that will bring a comfort. Maybe there's something that will strengthen us in our own faith, in our yes. own walk. Uh, with you. And we just pray these things in your precious and holy son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Uh, so Terry, uh, in Mark, I think you've got a few verses you're going to read there in in Luke. Uh, in Luke I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Luke 24. Luke. And and your uh, subtitle for that part uh, is On the Road to Emmaus. Yes. It is. And we're going to go from uh, ver- uh First yeah, 13 through uh, 34, I believe, is where I'm going to end And so this, this part of the story takes place on the day of the resurrection. Yes. And, and these two men are, are walking from Jerusalem uh, to Emmaus in Israel. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so pick it up from there. Yep. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus' self came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed, before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But he had hoped that he was one of who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more... It is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. 
Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven, and those with them assembled together, and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. So this tells the tale of these two that were walking along. They had a seven mile journey, seven miles. It takes about an hour and a half, maybe two hours to cover that ground yeah. uh, as they made that trip. And, and they were downcast because they knew that Jesus had been, this Messiah had been uh, crucified, crucified and now his body was gone and mm -hmm. they did not understand. And, uh, and so as they made this journey, they, they, like I said, were downcast. They were, uh, saddened, saddened deep, right. deeply saddened. And this, this man appears to them, uh, that is the Christ and they were followers of him. Right. Yet they didn't recognize him. Recognize him. And, uh, how, how is it like that for us these days where we're going through something and we're, our emotions have the best of us and, and we fail to recognize what God is doing, doing. and we fail to recognize Christ in our life. We, yeah. Many times we don't see it until we've gotten through it to the other side and we can look back and say, oh yeah, this is what he was doing through all of this. And it's usually not with that kind of sing-songy response. No, it's it's just like, wow, okay. Well, oh my goodness. Hmm, that's you, what he was doing. Yeah. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's just such a powerful uh, description and, and a, and a perspective, if you will, mm -hmm. of, of, again, just having our focus misplaced. Uh, we, we uh, you know, they knew the scripture. They, mm -hmm. they were aware of what the prophets had said about the Messiah that they that he would have to suffer these things in order to be raised to glory. Well, I mean, you think about you talk about not realizing where we were. It's kind of jumping off topic, but I think about you know five years of praying for a baby and asking God why why not now why not now as we went through this time and when our firstborn arrived. I could look back and say, yeah, I mean, I knew God was with me the whole time. I just didn't know the reason why we had to wait on this baby for that five years. It felt like forever. 
But when it was all said and done, his timing was perfect. His timing was absolutely perfect, as it always is. Mm. You know, uh, you know, it, it didn't recognize what was right there. I mean, I knew God was in here, and there was a reason. I just didn't. We don't know what it is, but I do know that it was perfect. It was perfect. And it was perfect. You know, when I go back and look at verse twenty-five of of Luke twenty-four, mm-hmm. and, and and this is Jesus talking. He said to him, "You foolish right. people." people. You find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before Mm -hmm. entering his glory? Mm -hmm. And then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Mm -hmm. And and I just have to imagine, and I'm talking about myself here, but... You've got you've got these followers of Christ. They witnessed his life. Everything. They witnessed his life. They Every witnessed miracle. his ministry. They were mm-hmm. followers of him, yeah. and yet they didn't recognize him. entirely what they were looking at mm-hmm. in all situations. And yeah. and again, for me, in my own walk and in my own struggles, how I allow myself to get uh, waylaid. Yeah, we get sidetracked by my emotions, by mm-hmm. the circumstances that I'm experiencing, and I'm missing what God is trying to do in my life. I'm missing what the living triune God is trying to bring me through, what he's trying to show me, how he's trying to encourage me and help me grow. And I just can only imagine that it, in moments like this, it's it must be frustrating. Like frustrating. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking, right. I mean, I've been at that same place when, again, the emotion can get the best of you and things aren't going just so and suddenly you know it's the flesh takes over and it wants to feel that emotion and once I recognize I'm there I'm ashamed I'm ashamed because I've been following Christ as long as I can remember from being a child being a child believing in him to becoming a follower but never leaving my faith never leaving my prayers to him and trying to be what a Christian is trying to be that light of Christ. And I'm ashamed in those times, but I think I'm sent to a reality that every single one of us is going to, or we're going to have those times when we're going to get mired down in well, something else and, and pull away from what we know right here, the words that are written down. And, our and, Lord. and that's what this walk to Emmaus experience is this weekend. And again, you're listening to this on Sunday. Right. We're wrapping this up uh, as as this is unfolding. Uh, but it's something that starts on Thursday night. And, and uh, the walk to Emmaus happens in communities across the world. We happen to be connected to the Dan River Emmaus community. That's really kind of centered in the north central uh, North Carolina area and the south central uh, Virginia area from Danville to Floyd up to Franklin County and uh, parts of North Carolina, and, and twice a year for men and twice a year for women, uh, individuals are sponsored to go on the walk, and they apply, mm-hmm. and they're selected, and uh, it's really intended for people who already have a faith. It's not something where if you don't believe this to start, that you would be selected to go on a walk, but if you've got a faith, uh, you can be sponsored by somebody who's participated, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you fill out an application, you get selected, uh, the Walk to Emmaus is, a, is sponsored overall by the Upper Room, which is a function of the Methodist Church, mm-hmm. but it truly is non-denominational. Right. There are people from Presbyterian, Baptist, uh, there are people from Methodist, there are Lutheran. people from uh, Brethren churches. Uh, so it, it's non-denominational and it's people coming together 
to increase their focus and awareness about who Jesus Christ is in their life. Right, to deepen that. To, well, to bring an awareness and, and to strengthen our resolve to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and so you take these two men as the example that they were so distraught in their circumstance. They were just so distraught knowing that Christ had gone, uh, not knowing they thought he was going to create the new Israel, the, the, the new uh, temple, if you will, the new uh, and not understanding fully of what he was doing in spite of the scripture being available to them. Mm-hmm. And so um, and so that's what this walk to Emmaus weekend for these men, in the case of this particular weekend, mm-hmm. that are going to go on this experience. It's to bring their focus back to what uh, this relationship, what it means to be a disciple, what it means to be in a, a following uh, relationship of, of Christ. And uh, the experiences of it uh, are, are quite incredible. There are elements of the walk weekend that are held in confidence. They're, they're, some people say, well, it's secrets. And, and it's not intended to be secrets. It's intended to be surprises for those that have the experience. And so if you've been on the walk, you've had these uh, surprises revealed to you. Uh, they add to the experience of the walk. And if you tell people what those surprises are going to be, you, you ruin the effectiveness of those elements for them. And so uh, there are elements, again, that are held in confidence, but it's not intended to uh, to be a secret. It's intended to enhance the overall experience. And, mm-hmm. and so the men are going to uh, travel to uh, Brown Summit, North Carolina, where the walk weekend uh, takes place. They'll go down on, uh, on Thursday, and they'll conclude the walk on Sunday. And then two weeks from... Uh, Yep. Thursday, this yep. past Thursday, uh, the women will go on the walk. And and Terry Lee, it was four years ago that I went on my walk, and, and you're finally getting an opportunity to participate in the uh, women's walk to Emmaus weekend. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so looking forward to it because I've been trying to go for the last couple of years, and either something's come up and that or another, and we've had a date and something came up, and then COVID hit. <laughs> Yeah. And COVID kept on postponing it. So finally we have a date and I'll be going on my walk to Emmaus. So you've had some experiences over these last four years since I came to the community where you've been able to come along to uh, gatherings. to gatherings that we have once a month. Mm-hmm. And, and so you've seen the fellowship of that body. Oh, incredible. Incredible. I'm just looking forward to be a part, being a part, truly a part of that body, not just showing up with you um, to be there, but... Just being, again, being a part of this and having those uh, special uh, relationships formed um, during these four days that I'll be there on my walk to Emmaus. Yeah, so so these gatherings that take place once a month, and, and it rotates to different churches uh, yeah. throughout the region. Uh, as Again, Brethren Churches, Baptist Church, it doesn't matter Wherever. the denomination, but it's a, a body of people who proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, who, who as individuals, we proclaim that we're disciples of Christ. And all we want to do is mature in our faith, uh, apply what we learn uh, through all these experiences to grow and help others uh, come along. And, and so we have that opportunity uh, this weekend with the men and in two weeks uh, and and you're actually getting uh, an experience because uh, CJ's wife Fernanda Martin is going to be with you. Yeah, I'm going to have several women along on the walk that I already know. So it's exciting to have Fernanda there. Of course, I'm really excited to be able to do this walk with her and 
um, with some other, well, all the women are going to be exceptionally special, but there's some other women that I'm close to that are going to be on this walk. And, um, that's just really exciting to be able to spend this time with them and go through this walk and again, you know, meet other ladies and have this time with the ones that I already have a close relationship with. You know, uh, when, when I, uh, if you, if you, if you're familiar with the book and you're familiar with this chapter, you'll understand what I'm saying, but maybe you don't have any context of it, but, uh, uh, chapter 18 of our book, In the Blink of an Eye, Forgiveness mm-hmm. in Black and White, I wrote about my walk to Emmaus experience. And and, and frankly, I was at a point, I was about uh, three years in, two and a half, three years into our ministry work. Mm-hmm. And, and I really didn't want to do the ministry work anymore. I wanted to go back to the life that I was uh, had been living, the emergency management work I did. I, I, I really, it's not that I didn't believe in God at that point. It's not that I didn't want to have a relationship with him. I just didn't want to do what we're doing. And, uh, and was trying to get, and so I went on my walk weekend and the last thing I wrote in my journal before I went to bed the first night was I came, I came on this walk to quit God. And I laughed. I mean, it, it well, you laughed after you heard about after it. After I heard about yeah. it and I laughed. Uh, yes. So it, uh, uh, obviously that didn't happen. happen. Um, nope. uh, I, and, uh, yeah, so that didn't happen. And, and I wrote about the experience of that all, um, the interesting thing about me going on that walk that weekend is um, six days after my brother was killed in the motorcycle accident, a man came through the visitation line at the uh, funeral home. Yeah. And he, you know, I'm, I'm from a big family and, and, and we were our, all right. We were stretched out, stretched out across the front Probably in a receiving of line. And, of us at least. and, uh, and this man comes through in bib overalls and there were probably 12, 1500 people filed mm-hmm. through that night. And, mm-hmm. He comes through the line in his bib overalls and his black t-shirt and he makes his way down, greets my mom, my brother's daughter, my sister, comes on down the line. I'm like three people from the end and he stops in front of me and he reaches in his bib uh, pocket and he pulls out a piece of paper and he hands me the paper and he said, this was your brother's walk to Emmaus application. He had given it to this man. My brother had given it to this man mm-hmm. the, the night of the accident before he left the church that night. Mm-hmm. And here it was six days later. And for, for whatever reason, the only thing I can attribute it to is a God incident is it's a Holy spirit led moment where of all the people standing there, he stops in front of me and hands the application to me. Right. I mean, it could have been handed to Robin, even to My his mom, daughter, yeah. to your mom, uh, to one of your other brothers, but I was right there. Right. And, and again, truly God, I mean, we talked to him about this the other night at trash when we were trash ministry, we were at the gathering and, um, he said it was spirit led, the spirit led that he handed spirit it to led me, that he handed it to you. And, and so he was going to be my brother's sponsor to go on my, for my his brother walk. to go on his yeah. walk. And, and now, uh, several years later, uh, that was 2015. This is 2018. Yeah. When I finally went on my walk, uh, Dave Schuler, this man ended up being my sponsor for my walk. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've had a special relationship with Dave ever yeah. since that night. There's mm-hmm. just something it, he and I don't look like we go together. Um, you know, if you, from outward <laughs> appearances, we don't look like, uh, we fit, but uh, I love that man, well. and yes. uh, he he has meant so much to our ministry. He has meant so much to my faith, helped to encourage me and strengthen me. Him and his wife, his Karen. Wife Karen, yes, I was going to say, he and Karen have been just uh, 
an incredible support and encouragement. Um, How many times have they traveled to different churches where we've been invited and, and we get there ready to speak and we look out and there's and Dave and there, Karen. There they are. There they are. There to support and encourage us. Yeah. yeah. And that, that means so much. Well, Dave has traveled with me to, to the prisons and jails that we've right. gone to. And yeah. he and I have ministered together at, in Henry County, County. and uh, up here in Franklin County. And yeah. uh, again, just, just has embodied... Uh, all that we're doing. Yeah. Yes. Well, all that we're doing and all that through through our disciple, mm-hmm. as disciples of Christ, all that we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yes, I did go on my walk to quit God. I did go on my Emmaus walk to quit God. But uh, mm-hmm. in nine days later, I got the call to write the book. That's and right. so uh, the rest is history. And like you said, you laugh when you hear heard that that's what my it's like, motivation was. It's like, right, he's going to quit God. I don't think so. That's not happening. And uh, yeah, the ministry, we're still running it. And uh, I was going on with it either way. And I was dragging him along if he didn't want to go. But praise God, uh, he's in here deep Amen. And, and committed. Amen. And committed to this relationship. So uh, we hope that there's something in this that's encouraged you tonight that's been enlightening for you, Terry Lee. we got about 35 seconds left. Would you close us in prayer? Oh, this is going to be quick. Uh, most gracious and heavenly Father, I uh, just come to your throne of grace and mercy, Father, just thanking you for this time we've had um, and just praying that someone out here today that was listening to this uh, radio show, um, their heart would be stirred, Father, um, to either walk into that relationship with you or the relationship they're having, Father, would be deepened. They would truly be disciples of Christ. They would go out there just shining their light into the lives of others and walking along beside them as they get on their, um, on their, into their relationship with, uh, with you. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to My Brother's Crossing on WYTI. We invite you to tune in again next Sunday at 1030 a.m. for My Brother's Crossing with J.T. and Terry Lee Clark, servant leaders of My Brother's Crossing. Love God. Love people.